Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. You know what you listen to by now? The greatest fucking podcast in Australia. <laughs> Self-proclaimed, but I think we're onto it. Welcome back. Here to give the everyday boys... Uh, <laughs> here to give the everyday battler a voice, delete head noise, one laugh at a time. The fucking boys are back. Morale is back in the studio. We were three shot ducks last week, and we'll cop that, you know? But we're yep. fucking here. We've all had a eventful weekend. And it's time to rip into a few fucking yarns, boys. Fucking oh. So if it wasn't this early, I would be cracking into a better beer, jogging a can, winning a tin, the athlete's choice, but it is. So I've got a nice little Red Bull here yes. to fucking kick me up the freckle this morning. So cheers to that. Cheers, brother. Mm. Right. Hat drop this Thursday, Legends. You would have heard it in the pre-roll. But I have a feeling they are going to get absolutely slammed. So set your alarms and get ready to rumble this Thursday, 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Get amongst it. Be on on it at 5.50. Yeah, that's right. Get ready to rumble. Uh, And an update on the vlog, Quino. We've we've teased it. You've put a little story up on Instagram, mate, with a couple Mm. of of photos. Um, How's it? How's it coming along? Got into my cutting and pasting work over the weekend. Yeah. Um. So looking very good. If you're not already on Patreon, get the fuck around it. Mm. Um. And get ready. I reckon I'll have a rough cut for these two fine gentlemen to review by Thursday, Friday. Yep. And hopefully have a polished cut ready by sometime next week. Yeah. Drop. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So. We're fucking very excited for that. I think it was a our first pro like we did the horse vlog, but this has been the full proper like five six days worth down into just one fun 
video. And like we said, it's only going to be available on Patreon. YouTube is a bit too soft for the stuff we want to do. We want to use our own tunes. We want to run our own race. And that is where we will be running our race. Yes. On fucking Patreon. So get around it if you want to get involved. How's the weekend, boys? Fucking hit me, Cambodian, because I've been keen for this for a few days, oh. just off the few texts that you sent me. Yeah. So very quiet um, on the phone over the weekend, just doing a bit of backyarding. So I'm trying to <laughs> turf my backyard. Got it, got it 80% prepped, bit of plumbing. Um, bit of, yeah. Hey, bit of plumbing. Bit Talk of, us through that. Oh, mate. Whoever fucking... Um, design this house and stuff. One of the gutters, right, comes off the roof. It's got your uh, drop pipe, and then the pipe goes under the ground and then feeds back into the overflow of the water tank. Yeah. So that line just stays stagnant, full of water. Doesn't actually go back to the tank. Oh, it just it's sits like, at the bottom. It just sits at the bottom. So it's like a big U shape. Yeah. Fuck. What? And then they've ran a pipe off and capped it. So I thought, oh, that's just half a job. They'll probably. Have I eventually meant to trench it to to the dam. Yeah, so I'll just but run just in there. half a job everywhere. So I've just ended up ripping it all up and fucking um, gonna go again. Yeah, but yeah, so I done a heap of that. I'll be trying to get some turf this week. Let me know the best turf to get. I'm not going Sir Walter. That's just I don't really like it. It's too it's too spongy under the feet. Oh, you don't like much sponge. Yeah, it's too it's too much. Yeah. Too much maintenance, I reckon. What's yeah. the one? What's the weird name of the one they um, put on sports fields? I'm looking at that one. I don't know if you know. Get look, into work here. Yeah, or just the dirty old blue coach, mate. Yeah, oh, a bit of hardy stuff. A bit mate. of hardy stuff. I don't want to be fucking watering it too much. Well, look, this is this is the way I look at like grass, right? I fully respect blokes who get into their lawn porn, right? Because mm. whatever, fu- run your own race, whatever makes you happy. It's like the smoking thing, right? If you've got time to put into something and be passionate about it, if someone gets that out of making their lawn look smick, good on them. But it's one of those things that it's hard to fucking have the primo lawn that you fucking go over with scissors when you've got a heap of other shit on, isn't it? That's right. And oh, that's why I ran all irrigation as well, so hopefully it's just going to pop up and I can just hit the switch. Yeah, beautiful. So you have like an auto timer to, to water yeah, it. Yeah, well, a three-phase pump from the dam, so you just flick that on and then it automatically... Yeah, beautiful. Get... So, yeah... Fair bit of um, work for myself, which was good. Yeah. And in the meantime, uh, I got a bit of a deal with me mate, Lockie. He's going to hear you this first today. Um, he flat out, as we all are, and I'll do him a favour. Fucking, um, he drops the car trailer, cage car trailer over, and I burn what I can burn, and then I'll do the dump run for him and load a few things in myself that I need to get rid of. Yep. Mates helping mates, you know. That's him. Anyway, almost burned his trailer to the ground, so we'll get to that. <laughs> I It's dry as anything, as we know, in central Queensland at the moment. Yeah. And it was also blowing 15 knots yesterday. It was. And it was just an eyesore. I started stacking all this stuff up on the um, bonfire, and I'm like, oh, right, racing around, driving trucks, fucking bobcatting. And I'm like, said to the missus, go get a lighter. We'll fucking we'll light this up. So I'm sick of looking at it. She comes out. I've got the brake clean in the um, lighter. So anyway, we light it up. All good for about the first five minutes. And then obviously all the cardboard. Oh. There's just spot fires everywhere. So I, she goes, you better could do something. And I ran got the bobcat, started backblading and everything. Finally got it all out, what I thought. 
Anyway, I said, I'll go put this bobcat back. Next minute, she goes, Cam, the trailer. <laughs> I'd move the trailer forward, and I've only like got half the stuff out of it. There's an um, old gym bag just on fire oh. in the trailer. <laughs> so I've jumped up into the trailer. I said, go get a bucket of water. So this is, we're talking she had to run 100 metres, turn the pump on, get water. And I'm throwing all this stuff out of the trailer. And what's happening around the trailer? Just spot fires again. Oh, wow. <laughs> just fire everywhere. That would have been chaos. So we had to, um, yeah, eventually I was dragging the car. But I had gloves on um, for some reason. I'm a big gardener. Yeah. So at least I could put up with a bit of heat. Everything sort of stopped in the trailer. The bucket of water came, put it on the trailer. Then obviously the whole paddock's on fire. So I'm back in the bobcat, and then I told her to go get a, a Mazda because we haven't got a ute at the moment, hook it onto the fire trailer. I'm like, this hasn't been started in about a month or a couple of months. Yeah. But um, it fired up and saved the day. But um, Holy fuck, we had a man. Bit, we had a bit on there, and I just reminded her, I said, you'll never be fucking bored in this uh, marriage. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Don't bother about starting arguments. Mate, that is. Yeah, entertained. How, what time period do you reckon that was compressed in? Because you know when that's happening and it's just crazy, just chaos shit. Do you reckon that's like a 15, 20-minute chaos window? Yeah, that was about 25 minutes of chaos. Oh, because I'm like flying in with a bobcat, trying not to hit the trailer as well, backblading so it's not catching onto the tyres and stuff. Yeah. And then I'm looking behind me and there's a big ball of flames and I'm driving back through. Fuck, man. Because you've got a track record, too. Yeah, that's the that would be – well, lucky the paddock didn't light on fire, but I think I've done it three times. And, and um, I was talking to my old girl. She was laughing, going, it's school holiday time or coming into it or whatever. And this is every time you do it around spring when it's windy and mm. dry as fuck. She goes, you got a track record for doing it. Yeah. Well, mate, it's one of those things, too. You probably would have got in a fair bit of shit for – you know, for that, oh. for how dry it is, how windy it was, oh. it would have been fucking so not the smartest thing. But um, nah. hopefully, it doesn't spark up today. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. What? How long was the grass in the paddock that you were putting out? Like, was it a? No, this was this was all the mowed one. So yeah, this yeah. was all um, pretty small, Thank but fuck. but not even like ten meters. It's all six foot high. Oh man, your heart would have been absolutely pounding. Out I'm of like, I've been here before. And yeah. we're laughing because um, I think we are watching Chicago Fire the night before. I'm like, oh, well, we did a bit of pre-training yesterday, so. <laughs> we, the old pre shot Yeah, we did a bit of tafing. Oh, wow. Source so, material. like, the aftermath, do you look there now? If the you aftermath drove... was um, me missus with the fire trailer just hosing the fire, putting it out. And then we walked away 15 minutes later. There's still the heat in it just relit. Oh. <laughs> After we did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so if you drove past there now, would you look over and go, what the fuck happened there? Yeah, proper. Yeah, yeah. There's just black spots everywhere. <laughs> and all the grass is ripped up because I'm just backblading it all. Oh, you would have just been tearing that thing up. Oh. Mate. So, that was, well, um, fuck me. That's a that's an eventful mission, bruss. What was that, yesterday? Yeah, that was yesterday. And then just on the pick and shovel, mate. Yeah, right. Oh, well, at least um, apart like, from that, at least you got to have a bit of time where... You were just zoning trying to out just, and just oh, doing, that's right. doing and just, something. Yeah, and just trying to knock over some of my own stuff. I've been putting it off for that long. Mm. And um, the arguments were growing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to 
hopefully put my sauna out the back there and try maybe build an outdoor shower as well so you can sort of come out, have a rinse off, and then go in for a shower and whatever. Yeah. What sort of sauna is it, mate? I don't know. Don't know? Like, what sort of style, like, setup, Oh, it's like sort of... infrared, sort of square, three-person one. Yep. But I don't it... know the brand of it. Do you know the material that it's used out of or anything like that? Like, what? No. I'm just trying to picture in my head what, you know, Look what up sort a th- of setup Maybe Quinn, uh, three-person glass door. I reckon it'd be sort of like that one that's at Urella now, the new one. Oh, really? Fucking hell, mate. That'll be deadly for you. Bit of heat in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> bit, of, bit of sweating. Yeah. Something like that to the very right. So it's made out of the wooden that. Because originally I was thinking it was one of those pop-up tent fucking... Nah, the proper. So, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Deadly. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's what I originally thought it was just the old fucking, you know, how I've seen a couple where it's just like pretty much a three-man tent and you mm. and you make it work as like a, a thing, but she's the so proper It's actually setup. something like this. That's fucking sick, Stop man. Stop it. Yeah. How's the girls just producing the best presents on earth? Fucking oath. <laughs> We got my wedding anniversary while we're at Northwest, mm. and they got the big third ring chat. I thought that was ten years. Apparently, oh, it changes every day. I'd love to actually know the facts, Quinn, if we're going to look that up too. But it's apparently your first kid or first year of marriage. But is it ten years? No, I'll be sticking to that then, uh, mate. I think it's ten years. I think first is like paper. Second, like it's. it's there you go. Read that out for us. Ring three. The third ring is given. After one of two events, an anniversary or the birth of a couple's first child. Oh, some men choose to give their wives another ring to mark an anniversary. This is usually an important one, like the first five-year or ten-year anniversary. Seems like a run-your-own-race thing. Seems like we're, it depends how much money you want to spend. So we're, we're both right. Yeah, that's right. So there is a couple of different reasons, but, you know, whatever. But you know what shits me? What's that, bro? I know you meant to be romantic, right? Yeah. But My you know the ring you want. You know your size. Just fucking go order the cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Why keep it in the dark? Yeah. I don't know, mate. They're mysterious creatures, Cambodian. We know this. Well, you you know me. I'm like, right, I don't know. Say I want a mountain bike. Mm. I'm not going to get my my partner to go surprise me with a mountain bike because it's not going to be the one I want. Yeah, yeah. Unless you say the exact model. Yeah, yeah, but... I talk about customization, obviously, because they want maybe yeah, they want yeah. something written in the band or a diamond or fuck or something. <clears throat> yeah, oh, it is a hard one, mate. But yeah, so there you go. It sounds like you fucked there because uh, oh, I had the first child. But there's a bit of both. There's a bit of both going because mm, I don't know. I don't think this is my view. <laughs> don't know if it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, what was I going to say? No, we'll move on. Well, my thing is when you – this is where I look at it. I'm like, I'm all about doing oh, something rushed, nice. Oh, rushed, That's what I was talking about, rushed. Like, why would you want everything now, like in, in the first three years? Well, why wouldn't you look forward to it in five or ten years to get your third ring? Well that's, well, that's what I think the – it's still going sweet after a few years or whatever, being married. I think that ten-year mark for me is like a big milestone and it probably deserves another – Something like that. Like, for me, I'm all about, um, you know, like with Beck and I or whatever, at the moment with the four kids, expenses are, f- are pretty big, man, with the, you yeah. know, a couple of mortgages, feeding all the kids, fucking everything to do with them. It's like, I suppose it's just seeing where your money's 
worth off being. Like if you want to put it towards this or that and you might go for a trip away and get something nice for an Yeah, overseas holiday. But or, if you're yeah. in a good position 10 years later, that's probably a time where it won't break the bank to fucking get an expensive present. I think it just it's just the old run your own race depending on wherever you guys are at, right? Yeah, that's right. But yeah, I don't know. I see a lot of people with them already, so I don't know, the third ring. Mm. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's a few different fucking reasons there, so I suppose it's just if they want a ring early, they'll find one of those three. <laughs> Probably end up with a fishing rod. <laughs> well, just flick the Alpha Yabby, mate. That's right. That's right. Are you going to fucking bring a couple of packets over, mate, and give, give them a good go, hiding? I'm going to go see Pete's here and get a bucket of the F leftovers. Yep. And just um, get stuck into your work. I over can't there. wait. Two weeks for that. Oh, so. mate, a hundred percent. I'm so keen to fucking get some myself and literally just go and go camping for a weekend and just throw the fuckers around and see what I can get. I told myself I was going to go yesterday, take the tinny and go have a flick or whatever, mm. and then I'm like, get your shit done. You got two weeks of this. Yeah, man. I you... keep feeling guilty that I haven't been on the water. Yeah. I'm like, there was a time there where I'd at least be on there once or twice a week doing something. Dude, I feel fucking guilty that, like, because I've taken them half for a go once, but, like, seeing all the pictures of the people catching fish on them, they've been slaying them in the freshwater as well, Saratoga and Redfin. Oh, mate, caught a barra. Flathead, obviously, they're getting nailed. And I'm like, the only cunt not catching anything on these is fucking me! The whore <laughs> of the water. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, very keen. I think that's like the end of this year, mate. I'm keen to spend a couple of weeks down at Agnes, even though there's going to be That's when heaps. you'll get into your work oh. over Chrissy over And there. even though there's going to be heaps of people there, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to cruise around, man, and just be out there having a crack. So, But, mate, that sounds like a, uh, a good weekend, to be honest, for you. Like, yeah, no, it was good to knock, knock some stuff over. Mm, especially with the, the wild sort of stuff we've got going on at the moment, which is a lot of the time on your phone. And calls and emails and shit. It would have been nice to actually just get stuck into some physical work. Yeah, can... I, I think that's my biggest thing with this learning curve of the podcasting and stuff. You don't, when you physically have a day at work and you see you've achieved stuff, even if it's just moving something from one side of the shed or the workshop mm. to the other, you can see something done. But in our world now, where you can have 10 phone calls that's draining your energy and out of those 10 phone calls, maybe one thing you got ticked off. Yeah. And, and that, that's, and called, even and that's really, called work. And you can't even really see it, eh? And you can't physically that's, see it. That's why it's like it is It is a hard transition, man, and it's what I'm learning to do as well is just, you know, because like at work you might load three trains. There's literally three trains full of coal, coal now out. that have left yep. and the stockpile's down and you've nailed it and everyone's like, work, boys. Yep, smogo time. Let's yeah, go. You know, so... But that's all part of the learning, mate. It's fucking, yeah. Sometimes it takes a bit to get over that, but that, it's good. That's why you see a lot of people, I think, with office jobs and that, go have a little hobby farm or yeah. have the Smickers garden or backyard. Well, or, mate, that's why I'm, and we'll talk about it a bit later, but into the smoking thing and just doing activities like that. Yeah. You put your effort into that, you're looking at it at the end, you eat the cunt, it's prime. Yeah. Like just that, that simple task. Mowing the lawn, drinking beer after, looking at your lawn. I'm definitely not um, as work fit either. No, no. I was, I was loading sandstone blocks onto a pallet yesterday, and there's like 30 of them, and I'm going, my back is raped. <laughs> raped. Raped. Uh, Quino, how's <laughs> your weekend, my dude? Good, man. Uh, as discussed previously, just absolutely getting into my vlogging work. Yeah. Um, but on Saturday, I mowed. 
and um, shout out John. I made the bar mees. Ooh. Yeah, nice. Yeah, boy. I did that as well. Mm. Um, followed Cam's method and replaced um, pate <laughs> with avo because fuck pate. That's just. Yeah, not our thing, but um, <laughs> there'll be a riot. There's gonna be a riot. Here, like, <laughs> yeah, but well, was, I think we just need to come up with our own name because maybe not caught bang me by me because I don't bang wanna, me daddy. Yeah, that's right. Because I don't want to. I don't want to offend the fucking. Yeah, the goat, the goat, yeah. the goat of cooking. Yeah, yeah. No. and the Vietnamese um recipe. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So Mate. well, the Westernized. Oi, mm. while we're on this quickly. Yeah. Mm. I don't think you should add too much more to this bun, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, squeeze lemon juice over it. Yeah, I squeeze lime over mine. Oh mate, yeah. it's fucking incredible. Yeah. I'm gonna have to give it a go. Yeah, um, but besides that, just yeah, fucking kind of got back to reality. Got over the dad kiss of flu. Mm. Um, watched a bit of telly, mowed my lawn, fucking bummies, and work. Apparently, that same one that you had has been wiping the dad kissing community out, like apparently weeks on end. So, you know, I think a set of good, hard, honest Queensland lungs got rid of it in probably two, three days, you reckon? Yeah, and just the fucking I think because you're born from down there, you got that weak immunity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I only get sick in Queensland. Yeah. Uh, Like, meat stock, got the weasel when I come back from that. Queensland just folders me. Yeah. Yeah. I can go anywhere else, but... Yeah. No, I seem to be going... um, I've just jinxed myself, I reckon. Seem to be going all right in that in that thing. Like I had a bit of a sore chest when I got back, but I just didn't think about it. I think it's because I didn't consume any protein <laughs> whilst we were in Sydney. So, mm, but anyway, I'm over it now. So that's well, good. that's good, mate. Back mm. to full health, not yes. wheezing out the back there. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. No, I had a fucking, I had a great weekend after that absolute chaotic mission. Um, Friday night, caught up with good mate Barb's the Brizzy Horseman. Oh, yeah, and I went there too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah on Friday night. So both AFL and NRL semifinals were on, like around the yeah. same time. So Groper, it was an absolute great host, by the way. We went out there, brought another TV. That was chaos. Forgot the remote. He didn't have an antenna cord. So scrambling at the last minute to make sure he had both TVs on with both games. But we got it going. Groper did the reverse sear on a couple of fucking absolute rib-on-the-bone beauty steaks. Mm. So really was a great host. That was awesome. Watch the games. They were both really good games that fucking finished tight as fuck, like entertaining as. The boys are on the sauce. And then um, and then we were at the fire, right, afterwards on the piss. And Barb's, he's got a hidden talent. He brought his guitar. Mate, fucking prime. Like as in, was just, a few Snapchats. He looked like he can get into his work. Yeah, it was just like, and you wouldn't say like he's about to audition for the voice, but I mean, he's got the guitar nailed. He's got the good voice, like good for just having for morale around a fire and that. Just sing-alongs, knows a fair bit of everything. It honestly, it's one of those skills that I would love to have. Oh, definitely. Because just there was just a few of us there, eh? But just you could have been anywhere in the world, and you just wouldn't want to be anywhere else. You were just pissed. Piss sitting back, tuning into a fucking song. Barb's making a few things up as he goes. Oh, what what about this? And he'd start playing it, you know. And just for hours, you're just like, how fucking fun's this? That's just getting around, fucking singing tunes, having a laugh. So that was a really good night, and I reckon that's probably the hardest I've got stuck into me rum in mm. in a long time. Like I've I know me body now, and I knew that I was staying out there the night. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to be woken up at whatever time. I'll I'll get into me rum. <sighs> Mate, 
I was dusty as all fuck the next day. Like, we there probably were some were... wounded dogs on the couch. Dude, I almost have to retire it. I, I was on. Mate. I had a couple Friday night. Um, Big Mitchie come back, mm-hmm. and I literally said, "I gotta go to bed." Yeah, mate. I was... Something. I was fine on everything else, and then I had two pretty stiff rums. Mm. Bowl just buried me. Yeah, we had to go in the next day in the morning. Oh, the boys, yeah, yeah, the Saturday. boys. The boys had that festival to go to. Yeah. So we come in here in the morning. We got a cab in here from mm. Tannum because we're like, none of us can drive. And had to sit here. Responsible boys. Yeah. And dove into the fucking the horse racing scene with Barbary on the Reggies. That was um that was actually really cool, learning a bit about the horse racing scene and stuff. Um, but then went home, and this is running off about three or four hours sleep or whatever, hung over as shit. And then Beck had a heap of stuff to do on the Saturday. So I'm at home, got the kids running to muck. And mate, I felt like I had been hit with a tranquilizer dart. Mm. Like just where you just fuck cloudy yeah, and, and you're just it. like, oh man, I'm struggling here. But I'm like, well, you did it do yourself, you know? Yeah. So <clears throat> did all that. Spent the rest of the day with the kidlets, and had a nice rest on Saturday night because Sunday, I was looking forward to this for so long. I finally cranked the fucking smoker into its work, boys. Yeah, nice. I was pumped. Fucking mowed the lawn and cleaned the joint up a bit. It's been ages since I've mowed. Because it's fucking not even growing. Nah, there's just, that patchy shit. Yeah. Mm. So got stuck into that, whippersnipped, mowed. The old boy was away, so I took the young fella over, fed his chooks and dog and shit. Got home, and I'm like, right, daddy's not leaving. So fucking cracked the tins, started firing the smoker up. We'll get to that with the cooking with daddy thing and the actual cook itself. But, you know, chilling out, watching the free UFC biffs, smoker on, pork belly burn ends, burn ends cranking, the kids run to mark, drinking beers. That's Sundays for me moving forward, bro, unless I'm away. How good's life? Fucking oaf. That is my happy place. The kids are happy. I'm with them, you know, smoking a bit of meat, drinking a bit of piss. There's normally something on a Sunday, like a UFC fight night or a card or something. And it's just that happy place when you're still at home, you know? That's right. And it's just, I, I don't know, I just, after being away and that sort of thing, and we've had a fairly chaotic sort of last month or two, it's just you appreciate those fucking moments, you know? That's right. I mean, you can set your house up like you have. You're happy to be there 24-7. Yeah, and I think that's the secret. Make where you live a place where you enjoy being. Yeah. Because otherwise you'll never want to be there, will you? That's right. So, yeah, that was um. Sometimes that, was that can probably get scary because I'd be happy if I had everything I wanted on the property. Mm. I'd never fucking leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless it's literally flying out or coming in here. Well, I think it works well for us with what we're doing now, mate, because obviously – We've got a lot of things that we go away and fly and way to do. It's nice being able to look forward to staying at home. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, man, it's um, it, it was good. But I'm very grateful, like I said, to be able to spend some time with my kids nowadays. And that brings me to my next point. Fuck kids do some funny shit, mate. Like, I I look at them, right? I was sitting there and the, the tod- like toddlers and babies – they will just stare into your eyes while they push a nard out. Like, yeah. literally eyeball you. Okay. <laughs> and just fucking vein popping out red in the face. Like, <laughs> And you'll just go, fuck, I'm glad we grow out of that. Like, imagine if that, we just did that. That was just human stuff. Like, yeah, and not yeah. just a baby thing. You're just fucking glancing at the mall or something. Oh, mate's just staring at you while he's just... I haven't witnessed that, so... Haven't you? No. 
obviously, my daughter's real shy. Yeah, yeah. She she wouldn't, yeah. She just ducks off for a shit or whatever. <laughs> yeah. They get they start doing that as they get older, but I'm talking like the babies, like the little, like these twins, mate. I was just laughing. I was just on the couch watching something. They just finished a feed and they're in their high chair and I look over and one of them's just fucking... <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're right? Fucking staring into me soul as you shit yourself? <laughs> But oh, it's I funny. love when they know our farts funny. Yeah, and they'll just proper just stitch you up and then just laugh about it. Yeah, hundred percent. Or you drop, I'll drop one and go, oh Harry. Yeah, go, that was yeah. you. You know, yeah, it's, it's fucking good. Or Daddy fart. <laughs> uh, it's fucking good, mate. Now, how's Evie? She's been um like for her daytime sleeps. She likes being in. She likes going for a sleep in our room. It's like this exciting thing. Just a bit easier to get her to have a nap. I love that as a kid too. Yeah. And we had the better aircon, the better fan, obviously. Yep. That's right. So that's the sort of trick at the moment. And she's been pretty good. But went Beck went in there yesterday. The ensuite door was open. Evie normally just chills out, goes to bed, go in there. Evil has torn apart Beck's makeup bag and painted the bathroom in makeup and mascara. Like oh, proper everywhere, oh. and Bex just come in and went, mm. <laughs> and Evie just said she went, "Oops," and like this is a little two year old, and it's like it's one of those moments where what do you do? It's like that's naughty, but it's like oh well, don't fucking give them that opportunity, I suppose. Yep, you know, but just that sort of shit. Like they know, they know that that's bad. That's oh, not yeah. the right thing to do, but just something about that mischievous thing. It's like, ooh. You know what blows me away? They can't start, um, well, they won't remember anything until they're at least two or something. Mm. Yeah. So everything you can do now, yeah. like, oh, you're not going to fucking remember this. Yeah. But I guess it's that um, that trauma or something. You know, they got to feel love. And, mate, it's all about, te- like, teaching them shit through those two years as well that they pick up. They might not remember an exact thing, thing but, but they'll probably carry through something that they do forever from that moment. That's right. Like, or stop doing something then or, you know. It's... And I always know, you always remember that's mum and dad. Mm. What blows me away, man, is, like, when you're their age, so say I'm Harry's age, four, I thought mum and dad and sometimes still do, like they knew it all, like knew everything. It was mum and dad are sorted. We're sweet. You know, they'll cover it. It's all good. Yeah. And then you get to this stage now and I'm like, fuck me, we're just winging this shit. Oh, yeah. You know? And you go, but it's so good that a kid can have that trust in their parent. That's what your job is, just to make them not ever have to think about not eating or not going to bed or not having a house or, you know. And that's, that's the where... best part about being a kid. And then that's how sad it is for some people in this world going, oh, you got to wake dad up. You're meant to be at school. He's or mum. She's on drugs or hung over. Yeah, or mate. You feel sorry for those fucking kids eh, who don't have that feeling of just being able to feel like they're safe no matter what. Yeah. It's fucking rough. You know? How am I getting home from school today? Imagine the feeling of not being able to feed your kid. Like as in them going, dad, I'm hungry. And you being, you having to be like, oh, I can't fucking... You know, can't feed you. It'd be a rough fucking thing, man. And that's what you see some people, mate, honestly, at some points. Like, Beck was saying she was coming home from the gym. It was like 8.30 at night or whatever. Here's this cracked out looking chick pushing a pram with a baby in it, still awake, smoking a durry, just in the middle of fucking nowhere. And it's just like, Mm. what the fuck sort of chances that kid got? You know? Yeah, that's right. It's fucking sad. But so as good as it is being a parent, fuck, some people shouldn't be one. 
And and everyone just blames like, oh, it's drugs, <clears throat> it's the system, it's fucking this, it's that. Oh, mate, but that's just the way the world is. Everyone needs something to blame, unfortunately. Yep. But back on a bit of a positive Positive, thing. yes, positive. Um, best kids movies that have adult humour. So Harry's getting to that age now where he's starting to understand like a storyline of a movie. Yeah. And that you chuck a movie on. And I just really appreciate when you find a kid's one that's a kid's movie, but it has adult humour in it. Like some jokes that get said. There's no way a kid would ever know what they're talking about. That is literally for mum and dad. Yeah, yeah. You know, to watch. And a couple for me, like I chucked Ice Age on. Ice on the Age weekend. is a probably good one. I, I reckon Ice Age is a beauty. And Toy Story, man. I reckon Toy yeah, Story is one of the goats, eh? Yeah. Like as a kid for me, Toy Story I was love massive. Toy Story. Yeah. It was so good. Do you like the Rugrats? Uh, no, I never I never really got into the Rugrats. Do you know that it's like kind of dark? Is it? Rugrats, like, yeah. yeah. Is it like a suicidal or something? No, like it's, there's like a bit of like tension in divorce in it or something. Yeah, divorce? Right. Like, yeah, like themes of that sort of stuff. Oh, right. Okay. Like tension in the family mm. and alcoholism, I think. Yeah, right. So no, don't, yeah, don't look too far into Rugrats for your children. No, well, there you go. Mm. But, oh, that's well, I remember the dirty old private schools I was fucking in, mate. They'd pull something out of oh, Finding Nemo. You know those parents? Yeah, oh, yeah. that's dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mate, I um, the thing that makes me laugh about Toy Story, and I think I've read it somewhere before, but someone was like, "You reckon Andy's mum's toys had the same names?" Yeah, yeah Woody and Buzz. Woody and Buzz, which fucking, fucking made me laugh. And it's definitely there's definitely an opening there for an R-rated Toy Story. I reckon it'd already be out there. Imagine if, like, all toys come to life, right? Like, put this in your... No, no, like, yeah. picture this in your head, bro. Imagine if her toys come alive as well. Woody and Buzz wander into Andy's mum's room when no one's home and here's a vibrator and a butt plug paying Connect Four. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, they're all just steaming around. That would be hilarious. Fucking... Mate, it's, it, it's such a good concept, Toy Story, how they all just come alive and there's their own world when no one's at home. <laughs> and then, yeah, you go into Andy's mum's room and holy fuck, she really heats up in the kitchen, you know? Said anal bees whipping around. We should um, be a couple of voices on it. <laughs> oh, imagine that is the next side hustle, mate. Yeah, yeah. we're Andy's mum's toys. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing, buzzing around again? <laughs> oh. oh, but that was a little bit of a laugh. Got one to hit you with too. I was um I was rummaging through me jocks drawer the other day. You know, all the good jocks were in the wash, and all I could find was shit jocks. The abs the elastic is absolutely pizzled. There's holes through them, and I wanted to ask you: Is it a bloke thing where you own at least three pairs of jocks that are absolutely fucked? Because I've got about five pairs of jocks that are absolutely shot to shit. I've never thrown them out for some reason, and I, I don't know why. Like, I just seem to have them in there maybe to be like, oh, just in case, you know, the other ones are in the wash or something, but, like, proper. Uh, yeah, I think I was like that, but now I've just been throwing them out. Yeah, I think that's what you got to do. And then just, and yeah, ask Cass to go fucking get me a new set. Yeah. All camo ones, so I can't find them most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Quino? Have you got any fucking absolute shit pairs in your yeah, I think I got like a couple, and they're only still there because I'll go clean it out, and because all my good jocks are in the wash, I'll be like, "Oh, I need these because well, I'm at a deficit of jocks." I think that's what I'm at too, and I think we've just come to the conclusion: buy more jocks. 
yeah. and throw the old ones out. No, that's logic, bro. We can't do that. Yeah, like <laughs> when you put them on and it's just like a wave of elastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing holding your jocks up is your fucking pants. That's right. <laughs> There's a heap of those subscription things where it sends you a pair for 20 bucks once Step a month. Step one, isn't it? I've heard so many people Step talk one, about that. that Nobbies. There's a few yeah. up there. We're not, we're not sponsored, but... Uh, no, not that's not an ad. Just a yarn. Uh, um, but yeah, I've heard a fair few good things about the old step one, the old anti-chafing thing. I mm. wonder if it's worth signing up to. Just how many things do you sign up to? You know, oh, this is know. the thing when we had card dramas and stuff like that. you got to go, oh, Netflix, fucking Paramount, UFC, Patreons, other things that you sign up to, plus jocks. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing for me too. Like, yeah, no, so, for so, sure. But no, I just thought it was a, um, you know, little bit of a yarn to have there because I'm like, surely I'm not the only bloke that for some reason just keeps these fucking jocks that if someone else saw would be like, what are they? Are you into the wife beater game? No. Not the, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good relationship, I don't The singlet. Yeah, the singlet. The, the tidy whitey sort of. The, the blue singlet. No. Nah. No. Are you? No, nah, never. No, I don't. But there's really. a lot of people that are, right? Like they'll rip the work shirt off and they've always got a fucking singlet underneath. Well, dude, here's the thing for me, right, with um, with that. Like my old boy just recently as well got a couple of big skin cancers cut out. One, possibly a melanoma. Yep. He gets a check every fucking, like pretty regularly because of how bad it is because of the sun safety growing up for him. Yeah. And so for me, man, I'll wear a singlet around the house in the shade if I'm doing shit, but... I'm very vigilant on being sun safe, man. Just seeing what he's had to go through in the last sort of 10, 15 years. And look years. at us. We're fucking... Oh, fucking white as, man. With with freckles and moles and shit. So it's like, dude, you got to... That is... Do you know what? I think that's actually um, something that, as a country, we've done pretty well. Like, sun safety now. You don't really see many kids out and about at, like, the water park all day without the proper shit on with a hat and that. No, it's pretty it's, good. It is the pretty old rashy good. and the wide brim and yeah, um, man. Yeah. And I think it's pretty good. Like that's something that, as a country, we have done right. Especially if you hear stories about your oldies. Just like Dad said, they'd go down to Agnes Man seventeen seventy for the day, and they'd just be exploring all day outside. No shirt, no yeah. hat. Just yeah. just climbing over the fucking everything. Footy shorts and yeah. just fucking peeling. And then that's what it was like. So pretty good, really. And look how safe people are fishing these days, mate. They got the sunnies, the neck hood, yeah. the hat. It's good. It's good. It's fucking good stuff, mate, because that thing will fuck everything the sun. You know? It's uh she's a brutal bit of Just kit. don't do that at the um, beach if you're a lady. Good, yeah, oh, yeah. good looking lady. Yeah, just put heaps of sunscreen he on. Put heaps of sunscreen on. Yeah, it's pretty good when you spot a it's set spectator of, sport down there. It's pretty good when you spot a set of white pointers on the beach. Really picks morale up. It does. Shout out to Sonny. For all parties too. Women. Oh, yeah. Women, women can, can women appreciate can a good rack. Fucking oath. Or women, a good bum. Look, a woman can appreciate a good set of tits or an ass way better than a bloke going, oh, nice cock, mate. Yeah, nice bulge, mate. Yeah. <laughs> nice fucking sword champion. I seen this idiot post last night. Um, if girls can wear scrunch bum sort of um, tights or whatever to the gym and that, I should be able to wear silk Pants that outline my cock. Fuck off, mate. I'm like, no one wants to see a cock, mate. Even women don't want to see a we, cock. Women don't want to see a cock. Look, blokes will look at tits and ass no matter what mood they're in, no matter what time of the day. Could be on your deathbed, you, bed, you'd appreciate it. Yep. A chick doesn't even want to see a cock unless they are in the mood to handle one. That's right. It's not like 
a chick will just cop a message mid middle of the day and it's a cock and go, oh, yeah. Look at this, cock girls. Like, I reckon there would be a couple of people out there. Oh, there'd but be. But definitely majority would not want to see one. Yeah, that's right. Not just randomly. Without any context. Cock. Yeah. If you've got a set of tits, it could be from a random number you'd go, huh, nice set. That's right. You know? Everyone true. Yeah. <laughs> Boobs are going to save the world one day. Yeah, I reckon. Are you a boob or bum bloke? I'm, I'm a bum bloke. I'm a bum bloke. Yeah, I'm a bum bloke. Oi, but don't get me wrong. I can appreciate I still, a good rack. still love tits, but I'm a, I'm a bum bloke. Definitely. A mm. couple of my favourites there. What about you, Quino? Yeah, what are you, brother? I love them all, big or small. Bulges. <laughs> Black or white, <laughs> day or night. night. Are you talking about cock or... Ha, ha, ha. But just Shout out to tits and ass. Yeah, yeah, but you don't have a preferred. Nah, not really, man. I get into my work with both, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, good. That's, that's good. good Thanks stuff. for clearing that up. That it wasn't cock. No. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's good. Uh, we Big or small? Yeah, black or white? No, not. Um, right, I so I got a little bit of a laugh here before we rip into cooking with daddy because there's a lot to cover with cooking with daddy. I'm excited for cooking with daddy mm. this week. Um, now I gave Buster a call. You know, I talk to Buster pretty regularly. Oh, a bit shit of a lot. Yeah, Captain shits himself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit heaps. Oh, shit a lot. Shitting with Buster. He's got the, he's got the fucking damage valve and needs his re-sleeve, that cunt. But anyway. And he's a fucking Philly sidecar or whatever it is. <laughs> Philadelphia sidecar. Um, yeah, needs a poo bag to take some heat off him. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, he has got one of the best voicemails on earth. Now, I've never noticed it before because... Um, if it goes, if it rings all the way through, it's just a general one, right? But I'm talking about the one where it's busy or he's on a call, oh. you know, when you record it. I got the pleasure of fucking hearing this the other day and I literally got, I did it again and got back to fucking record it. Got his permission to play it. But have a go at this. This would pick you up, I reckon, if you were just trying to call him and you cop this. Wrap, wrap your ear around this. Hello? You've reached Curb. If you knew you were trying to ring Curb, please leave me a message. You're a great person, and I'll call you back. However, if you're in a dark room in New Delhi, just dialing Australian numbers to try and scam me out of all my money again, you are a piece of shit, and I hope you get hit by a bus. Have a great day. (laughs) How good is that? That is prime. That is fucking awesome. And I rang the cunt. I had a chat to him and said, bruh, that's fucking great. And he goes, yep, I was a bee's dick off getting scammed once. And he said that's been on there for years. He said, I was a bee's dick off getting scammed. He said, what give it away was it sounded, I forgot the full story, but pretty much when he was about to say, oh, I'll give you me BSB, the excitement that old mate had on the other end of the phone, he could tell there was a whole mood shift and he said he might have heard someone in the background, like we've got him sort of thing. Oh. And then he just clicked and went, oh, holy fuck. And, yeah, since then he said that, yeah, he sent that message, mate, and fuck all off. That is probably. I think it was great. I had one um, ring me last week and I was flustered in the middle of something. Mm. And they go, you got a power bill overdue. I'm like, could be, mate. What a dress. Got a fucking few of them involved with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he couldn't tell me. Mm. And then he goes, okay, well, what is your address? I said, fucks me, you're the one ringing me. Yeah. Oh, mate. And he, and then I just absolutely just let him have it. Yeah. Um, I'd be probably cancelled if um, that ever aired. Yeah. And um, he'd go, I'm very sorry. I'm like, yeah, you should be. 
Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, general people trying to fuck other people over. Mate, I generally think that's the next big hit TV show is the Scammer Slammers, where you literally track down a nest of scammers in New Delhi, go in with just fucking, yeah. It's really coming out of um, Melbourne, Victoria numbers at the moment. Yeah. I don't know if you can work out a thing where you get a SIM card out of Australia that shows up as that number. I've got some, VPN, got some heavy topics for the news that um, um, we'll, get, we'll get more into this anyway. Yeah, right. No, sweet. So that was just a bit of light-hearted shit. I thought that was fucking great stuff there from Curb. Um, right, cooking with Daddy. Let's fucking stick into it. Cooking with Daddy. Well, I think you're going to take this over, but my cooking with Daddy, mm. these mission rap, pitta wraps, you can do everything with them. What is it? Mission mission. Pit of wraps. You'll know when you see it. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. What, like just to it's have like, around your... Um, so they oh, yeah. the Savaki ones. $4.50. Right, the very first one. Yep. Yep, right. So I think there's like five in a pack or something like that. Yep. Go Air on. fryer. Take the basket out. Mate, bit of, a little bit of light olive oil. Fuck, a bit of cheese. Yep. Bit of, um, bit of mixed herbs. Good little snack. I did like salami, tomato, and oh, cheese. Oh, you just put like a bit on it, like after you yeah. I just did it. a light coat, and then just uh, just crunchy as fuck, and just prime. Nice. But you could do everything with them. I did pizzas with them. Yep. And they last for ages, compared to like um, bread and stuff like that. Mate, I used to we used to do that a bit, and something I might bring back is the homemade pizzas on the on those sort of things. Thin, yeah. You know, you can make your own, and they're nice and crispy. Yeah, that. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah, cool. I'll have to fucking check them out, bro. Good stuff. Now, I've got a couple of things here. The Ninja Air Fryer. Like, I hadn't been able to use it much, but the missus has proper teched out on it and been working at heaps. The, the dual thing. Yep. Man, you can set it up, right? So, say you're cooking a protein in one side, some chips in the other. They have different temperatures and different cook times. You can program it. So, this one cooks at a different heat to that one, and they cook at different times. But you can... So that they finish at the same time. Yep. Press start once, go get stuck into whatever you're doing. One will delay for a while, then start so it finishes at the same time. You oh, walk nice. when it's done, pull both out, cooked at different temps, and they're both ready. And I'm like, fuck me. That is handy. That's good if, like, one's buffing the kids or something like Mate. that. You need to eat first because you're going to take over after. Well, bro, four kids... Like, normally I'll bath the babies, get them all ready. Beck's fucking sorting out the older two while that's just doing its thing in the background. Ding, kids, re- kids' dinner's ready, you know? So that has been pretty cool. I was blown away by that, actually. And I wouldn't have never found that out by myself. So Beck must have just done a bit of research and figured it out, but very good bit of kit there. Yeah, the old know. fucking ninja. And, yeah, the smoke is first run, boys. Like I said to you before... That was the emphasis on the day. I knew I had a bit of shit to do in the morning, so I made sure I'd pick something with, like, you know, that four-and-a-half-hour cook time, not fucking all day. Um, but, yeah, did this, the pork belly burn ends. We've talked about it before. John did, like, a version of it as well on his on his um, own thing, and I don't think he uses the um, a heap of the sweet stuff like the brown sugar and the honey, but I wanted to get into that, yeah. give, it, give it another sort of go. So, you know... Basic thing, fucking cut them into those cubes, mate. Put your favourite rub on it. Now, I used a real um, a spicy rub, and I was a bit nervous about using it because Mrs. Kid's fucking not a fan of spicy shit. But my thing is, I'm like, right, you want a fair bit of heat in there because you're going to neutralise it with honey, brown sugar, and sweet stuff. 
you don't need another sweet thing on it as well. No. So I put me spicy rub on it, you know, crank the smoker up, I think, to pretty steady, 210 degrees, and put them in there for a couple of hours. I tried a bit of that before I put the sweet stuff in, and I'm like, oh, I think I've overdone it here with the heat. But brought it out, brown sugar, butter, like cube butter, fucking honey, sort of put that over the top, alfoil, back in there for a couple of hours, then tried another little bit. I'm like, nah, it's good. Like, it's, it's very sweet, but it was good. Brought it out, got this nice barbecue smoky sauce, put it over the top of it, put it in uncovered for like another 10, 15 minutes, mate. And these things are falling apart, sticky, sweet. And I just served it with some rice to break up that yeah, um, right. that sweetness. Fucking and it's, up. And it's one of those things that you can't um, – what did you say yeah. before? Two hundred and ten. I don't think I've ever had mine that hot. You must have. What did you have it on? Oh, sorry, not two hundred and ten. One hundred and twenty. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was going. I was a bit. Oh. I was a bit dyslexic there. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. One hundred and twenty on that on that uh, notch. No, yeah. And then I think when I put it back in, they weren't as cooked as I thought they were going to be. So I sw- I just flicked it up one. So I, I I brought the heat up towards the end of the cook sort of thing to make sure it was done sort of in time. But honestly, what turned out prime. They were sticky, sweet, tender as fuck with those nice little crunchy bits on the outside. Mm. And um, there was just a hint of heat at the end of it after the sweet hit you from that original rub. So I reckon it's a good idea to put that heat in there, even if you're not a fan of heat, because it doesn't just add to the sweetness of it all, because it is very sweet. And it's not something you could eat like every day, because it's a very sweet thing, but it's fucking nice once every now and again. And if you've only got... Four hours of an Arvo after lunch to chuck it in, it's perfect, you know? Yeah, that's right. Gets the job done. Yeah, not a whole day thing. You can just knock it over. Yeah. But, mate, I couldn't be more pumped with the smoker itself, the Traeger, like just being out. And because, like, even though I had a day at home and everything was done, the kids are still running amok, man. I had them fucking out there with the box that we made um, out of the smoker box and they were painting it. And running around, painting it themselves. Had paint everywhere and shit. Running amok on playing with them and that. I didn't have to check on that fucking a million times. Great day. And uh, I'll, like I said, mate, I want to make this. Every time I'm at home, I want to pick something to do. And obviously work my way up to the briskets and stuff like that. But Oh, definitely. Be, be diving right into the reverse sear steak game. I can fucking guarantee you that. Yeah, mate. You'll, you'll fall in love. You'll be addicted. I reckon we should start. I'm going to start doing like a... Um, a rub re- review, I think. Everyone's doing drinks and shit like that. Yeah. Like, at the moment, I'll have to get the other two names, but maybe for this week, I'll come back to you next week. But chicken, John Austin's chicken and chips. Yep. That chicken and chips um, rub. Yep. Hands down, probably one of my favourite. Yep. And that um, Black Angus one, the feedlot. Yep. And for, that, for steak for and steak. brisket. Yep. And then, yeah, I'll, this, I've got a new pork one. I just don't know the name of it. Yeah, right. So I'll come back to you next week. No, that's your favourite pork one. That's a good idea. But, mate, I just, I just love seeing everyone getting around it as well. You know, I just, I love it. It's great. I, I was going to get in on the comments fucking the other day when everyone mm. was doing the pork belly, but yeah. I was too rushed to eat mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't, take, didn't take the picture. Yeah. I'll tell you another thing, too, while we're on the cooking part. Mm. I regret... Sadly, getting a six burner. Yep. I reckon I should have just got the four burner. Well, mate, I yeah, I don't I have... Bigger is not always better. Nah, I... um With me, that four burner for me, 
like I've been using the grill side of it. You can cook a heap of steaks on that, the four burner. I barely use the fucking hot plate nowadays unless I'm cooking a bit of onion or a bit of something like that on it. It's got the side burner. Honestly, like you said, unless you were always catering for events at your house where you're cooking massive feeds for everyone. Yeah. It, you, you don't really need it, do you? No. It's just you only got two burners on it at, at a time to do the pork belly, but it's such a bigger area. I'm just fucking chewing through the gas. Yeah, it take a lot to keep that that area. So think about on. that, guys. That's my little tip for you. Don't always have to go to the big burner. Yeah. Yeah, the old Texas-style burger is better sort of thing. Like I'm, I'm almost at the stage the other day I'm going to get the Weber out of the shed because I'm like... It takes me two months to get through a bottle. Would it be something that you'd fucking sell it, like in good condition for someone? Nah, else? I definitely wouldn't sell it because I still, I still like it. Yeah, yeah. I just meant like sell it and, and downgrade. Nah, it yeah. I think I've just, yeah, just nah, nothing that extreme. But yeah, if I had to do it again, maybe so in five, ten years time or whatever. Yeah, when you I need, need another that. one, I'll probably just get a four burner. Yeah. Well, by then, by then, have the... six kids running around the flats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All <laughs> that barbecue just might go out into the paddock for a fucking. Bit of Sunday sesh stuff. Yeah. Nah, for sure. No, it's, it, it is a good point, though, because you don't realise how much you can get done on, on those, eh? Yeah. Well, I forgot to say, too, because I freaked out about potentially having a bit too much heat in the kitchen, I defrosted just a normal eight-pack of fucking beef snags, put them in the smoker for an hour and a half with on the rack at the top, Fuck me, they are so good. Mm. Just normal snags, not one bit of anything else on them. Put them in there, spin them around a bit. You literally have a crunchy skin. It's making me mouth water. Mm. It is well, a, a bit water snack, myself. Mate. They're fucking nice. So, yeah, if you want to do that, just chuck literally woolly snags or whatever snags in there. Chicken wings. Yeah. Another easy good one. Yep, so anyway, that's enough of me dribbling, literally dribbling out my mouth because it's prime. But um, finish off with TikTok Nutrition, guys. Um, you know, if you want to jump on the TikTok train with us, head over to tiktoknutrition.com.au and use the code ALPHA at checkout for 20 bucks off your first order. It's honestly helped me drop a heap of weight personally, so I can, I can vouch for it. Just being that thing where we always talk about, you know, going – just quickly dropping in somewhere because you need to eat and you haven't sorted anything out. It takes that away. You have a meal that you heat up, you eat, and then you can look forward to doing those cooks when you can put all your effort into it like we've been talking about. That's right. There's a bit more love for it too. Yeah. And some people just aren't into cooking. So Exactly. So it works, Perfect. It works for fucking both ways. But what I enjoy doing is not getting overcooking because I really like it. It's, it's been. Oh, I wish of- I found this TikTok stuff um, when I was out the mines. Yeah, so you could eat decent oh, food. Oh, mate, just been able to throw the angle on the back of the ute, grab all my meals out, put them in the bar fridge in my room, mm. and not having to fucking shit five times a day because of the, the crap they'll feed you. Yeah. No, it is good, guys. Like like I said, I can definitely personally vouch for it. It keeps me on track with my food, and it means if you have a week or two where you don't get around to exercising, at least you're not pumping your hole with fucking Maccas every day. Yeah. You know, yeah, um... That sparked a thing. They had that bloke come in and he's like a food critic for the mines. And we might have talked about this on very early episodes. Yeah. And I'm going, oh, mate, you're going to shut this fucking joint down when you get in here. It was the freshest food that day I've ever seen in my fucking life. Yeah, see, you can't know that they're coming. Coming, I know. You just need to fucking have someone that walks in like an everyday Joe, probably in his work gear. Yep. And just goes on a random day. 
They just give you a uniform. I think that's the thing. They give them like a uniform. Yeah, like fuckers. If they're not going to turn it on, Brent. Yeah, yeah. And look, some play, some are so much better than others, though. Like, man, like we were saying, I might have to go do this tour. Like we were might saying, have to put me on the books. We were saying back then, though. Like when I was at Copper Bella, man, Civio out there, you can get a, you can go up, order your thing, literally get a steak, a piece of chicken breast, a bit of fish, or a wok bowl where they cook it fresh. Yeah. That is a game changer. That's right. It's a fucking game changer, man. Instead of cracking the shits because they have to go cook your steak because yeah. there's just other, yeah. Yeah, so I think those are, are a fucking great positive if you got them, but sometimes, man, that slop in the Bay Marie can really get you down. And it's just sorting the lunch meals out. Like, you would have fruit and stuff like that during the day and there's only so many ham and cheese sandwiches you can have. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Let's get into the newsroom, eh, Quino? Now, I've got one to kick things off here. This is from the ABC News website. So, inside the international operation using Australian greyhounds to grow China's illegal racing industry. Australian greyhounds are being purchased for up to $220,000 each and exported to China, where they are fueling an underground racing industry by exploiting loopholes in Australia's regulations. ABC Investigations has uncovered a sophisticated supply chain where the dogs are sold by local agents to buyers in China who breed them for lucrative fees. An online breeding site, Greyhound YY, lists records from more than 700 Australian greyhounds obtained by breeders in China, dating back to 2006. In an interview with ABC Investigations, Wang Yangjiang, an agent based in China's Shandong province, revealed details of how this lucrative scheme works. He said wealthy Chinese buyers are hiring agents in China and Australia to identify, purchase and transport Australian Australian greyhounds. The prices at which helps these Chinese buyers purchase the dogs are kept secret. Chinese buyers will pay millions of yang to buy from Australia. It's probably the only cunts they wouldn't eat. Yeah. Not not much meat on them. That's right. Some wealthy Chinese place more than 10 million yang, so $2 million per night on the dogs. Yeah, right. I had no idea gambling was illegal in China before I read that, eh? Yeah, like, right. Like, I looked it up after that thinking, oh, it's what, fucking fully illegal. Why do they just... They love a casino. Well, that's probably why they're always... You could always, not go to a casino and not see a Chinese person. Well, dude, that might be why they're always fucking hearing them and they're frothing it so much because yeah. they can't over there. But like, J- Japan, you can. Yeah. It's, it's all over Japan, all those slot fucking things. Like, I, I Googled it, man, after that, and it says gambling is strictly prohibited in the People's Republic of China, from which solely for the purposes of the article, Hong Kong, Macau, and Taiwan are excluded. In China, activities related to gambling are subject to administrative penalties and even criminal liability in serious cases. Yeah, because there's so, a massive casino in Hong Kong. So that's why they fucking love it so much, because they're not allowed to, you know? That's fucking wild, eh? Getting into the greyhound fucking racing <laughs> game, mate. Fuck. Underground greyhound racing. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, so I had a bit of a fucking... That sparked my interest, mate, when I was flicking through the old, you know, what's going on in the world. That's good. That, that will probably ho- correlate with mine, but mm. I'll let you go first, Quinn, because I, 
Big fucking big dealy. Oh. Oh. Big deal. Big deals with daddy. Right. <laughs> big news on the alien front. Shout out to the person that put this in trendsetters. 1,000-year-old fossils of alien corpses displayed in Mexico's Congress as US UFO expert testifies. What is going on? Do you think this bloke looks absolutely cracked out? Yeah, that looks like fucking old mate has just been on a big bender. Mm, that is dried up hadn't, hadn't after had a drink of water. four days. That's just a monkey. What's going something? on here? Is that like, is that, do you reckon that's just been doctored up and fucking someone's put it up or what? I'll like, have a quick read, eh? We'll go from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Fossilised body presented in glass cases by journalist and UFO scientist Jamie Moss. And imagine being a UFO scientist. And Mexico's parliament are said to be a thousand years old. The bodies of two alleged alien beings were exhibited before politicians in a special session of the Mexican Congress on Wednesday. The fossilised bodies presented by journalist and self-proclaimed UFO scientist or U- UFOologist Jamie Massan and displayed in glass cases were retrieved from Cusco in Peru and are said to be a thousand years old. Specimens are not part of the evolution of our word. They were not recovered from a UFO scrap. They were found fossilized in a diatom moss mine. So they were found. Can't. If that, like, so we're reading this now, but I want, like, literally someone to do a doco on it and show you through it. Like, literally cut them open so you can see that it is a fossilized thing and not just a something someone made. Yeah. Because yeah, cunts can make anything now out of fucking oh. shit and make it look real. But if they can actually do a scientific breakdown on that and say this thing is actually a fossil of something, then aliens are real. Yeah. Look at the fucking thing. That's proper Paul I, shit. I just fucking love how it's just absolutely blown up the past, say, even three or four months. Like, yeah. It, there is, it's happening, bruh. Yeah. There, there, it's fucking There is happening. a bit on in Congress. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. Like, but. But reading this, though, you look at that and go, anyone can make something that looks like that nowadays. You need something more than that to break down the whole thing. I'm not a conspiracy theory kind of guy, but yeah. all I'm saying is look at the news in the past three months. Yeah. There's there's something on. We're on to it. We're on well, to that's, this, that is real. At least they can die and they're not immortal or anything like that. Yeah. I reckon I could take that on. Oh, yeah. It's got <laughs> a big dome to aim at. It'll just probably hit you in the sphincter with a fucking hidden ray. <laughs> cross jab in the probe. Probably enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Cambodian? Um, big shout out to uh, Big H, I think it is. Need a bit of homework for me on one front. Oh, yeah. Um, big H, yep. Right, a The biohazard situation, Delta flight makes a U-turn due to passenger... Passengers' diarrhea crisis. A plane, oh, yes. A plane undergoes a five-hour cleanup and a full carpet replacement. Oh, mate, must have had a bit on. Is that from one ass? Yep. Oh, no. Is there... Oh, no, it says passengers. Yeah, I was going to say. So the gastro has just hit them on the Delta flight. Oh, mate, imagine a whole plane full of people shitting themselves. Oh! That... Stuck in a shit chamber in the air. Imagine that toilet. Wow. Oh, mate, and you'd be banging on it like the embarrassment of publicly squirting yourself. Oh, in a plane, in like a fart that. tube in the air. Yeah, and everyone spew. Oh, people would be spewing as well because they got are gastro. They got, are they got anything else on it? They had to land early because of the incident. Maintenance crew spent five hours cleaning the Airbus, replacing an aisle carpet ruined in the incident. 
Passengers reportedly, including the one suffering diarrhea, were allowed to reboard after an eight-hour delay, making it to Barcelona on Saturday afternoon with no further incident. Because you think of, um, you know, how it's all just recycled air. Imagine that, just oh. travelling through the fucking thing and then, yeah, someone else would get gastro. Oh, oh go down, Quino. Go down. How's that? That Oh, hang on. Where were we? Yeah, stop there. Accounts from some... Someone board posted to social media described flight crew doing their best to mop up the mess with paper towels and scented disinfectant, but that only had the effect of making the plane smell of vanilla shit, one passenger said. It would. Holy. You don't realise that. You're the gastro and all the... Mm. Oh, that is a nightmare. Imagine that. Oh, gee whiz, I almost got a bit on fucking aisle C. And here's you up the front, next minute... Oh, what the fuck? What is that shit? Oh, wow. Right. Wow, that's, that is fucking off tap, that. I've got, in my opinion, mm. the mm. loosest podcast I've ever listened to. Yeah? Yeah. And you've listened to a lot of podcasts. I've listened to a lot. So trust me when I say this. Mm. This is the Sean Ryan show again. That one that was um, we talked about the other day. With the um, alien front and mm. human traffic and shit like that. Yeah. This bloke, Ryan Montgomery, he um, he's a hacker, best in the world. Yep. And just him breaking down like what you can do, and he's got these like um, it's called a flipper, and you can customize it and shit like that. Um, yeah, go down. Yeah, that's in there. Yeah, so he hunt, hunts like um, predators and stuff like that, like child sex offenders. Brilliant. Oh, true. But what he can do, he's got like um, this one um, radio thing. He can just transmit planes, like just hack in. Really? He can anything with a remote, your vacuum, your oh. lights, your fan. I thought I was safe because I deleted the um, search history. Yeah, no, mate. This and um, it, wow. and then part of one of his like companies is obviously you can go and pay him to go check out all your Gmail emails, see what people have, um, it's linked. Wow. But I got about yeah two hours and four minutes in and I uh, had to choose sleep, so that was about midnight last night. But yep. it was full on. Yeah. So if you've got a if you've got like a night shift where you need something, well, to there's kick a couple in. of clips too that's um like 22 minutes, which sort of break down a few. Parts of it. Oh, yeah, without having the full two hours or whatever. Yeah. Fuck, so, that's pretty but, cool, though. I, like, I watched the clip and then I thought, hey, I'm getting a bit judgmental because he sort of looks like a school shooter. Sorry, mate. Yeah. Um, And the clip didn't really explain what he was like and his good intentions. They're pretty much going, hey, you're the best hacker in the world. What can you do with these fucking yeah. ob- objects? But until you went into it and go, oh, he's actually saving lives from, like, like, he was doing it live on the computer um, saying, hey, I'm such and such, I'm 13 years old from Florida. Not even in under a minute, a 47-year-old was trying to fucking get on to, get, get on to him. Oh, wow. So, and he can IP address where his address is, pretty much what coffee he has. Wow. Like, oh, these blokes, like, it, that's they, low, they can hack fucking anything. Yeah, that's fucking hectic, mate. Yeah, well, there you go. If you if you're on night shift and you fucking finished listening to us dribble shit and you want something to keep your brain engaged, that's probably a sick one to dive into. Um, also, if you're into MMA and UFC like us, the Jackson J A Double X O N podcast is um another great one. He's been getting a heap of old greats on. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, righto. So, um, Tito, Tito Ortiz had Rock Hold on. And he's had fucking, um, I think actually oh, Rampage Jackson is a co host on it as well. Oh, cool. For some part. But, um, doing pretty good things, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, well, there he's go. Fucking oath. He's always posting what other ones when we don't have an episode out. So, that's <coughs> some of the ones we recommend. I'll yeah. definitely be listening to that Ryan Montgomery app. Yeah. Oh, mate, it is fucking... I was scared. And you can see, oh, mate, he's going, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. yeah. No, that's fucking pretty cool. Because you never really hear from people... Child safety warrior. You never yeah. really hear from people who are in that position because they're grubs. Most of them. Yeah. Like, most of them are absolute pieces of shit who use those skills to be pieces of shit. So it's pretty cool to have someone like that who's willing to say, hey, this is fucking what I do and this is my intentions. And he started at 11 years old. Wow. Really? Yeah. Holy fuck. And had a rough um, drug addiction, um, rough um, childhood and stuff like that as well. So mm. Overcoming yeah. adversity. Yeah, sorry I said you look like a school shooter, but I can't get past the fact of it. Yeah. Even though you are a good bloke. Yeah. You're just a dead ringer. I'm sure people say that we look like things that we don't appreciate as well. Yeah. So, so we just got to <laughs> speak the truth here. Just you know? cop it, bro. Just, just cop it. Just take but, what you've got. Uh, Big shout out, mate. Hit us up. I'd love to have you on. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, fucking oh. Um, Off the back of that UFC chat, Campbell, I watched that free UFC card. Uh, Raul Rosas Jr. versus Terrence Mitchell, mm. youngest fighter in the UFC, coming off a loss. Fuck me. That was impressive. He just come out with fireworks, mate, landed a bomb in front of his home country, like in Mexico. Just that was great. For, for him to do that. Just takes that loss completely out of it and just goes, yep, this this bloke's pretty, you know, pretty good. I might have had a good record too. It's not like he fought a bum. Yeah. Um, do you see on the back of that that they're saying, oh, Volk would have a bit on with him? And I'm going, are oh, you kidding off. me? Fuck off. Don't, like, that's what shits me about our world. Just be happy for the young fella to get a dominating win like that against a good opponent. Why do you need to have that chat about putting him up against Volk? He's fucking 18. The media is the worst thing and the best thing. Yeah. No, it just shits me with those sort of things. You see it in footy all the time. Like, I always talk about Sam Walker. Like, the the people trouting him up way too much. He goes well on that, but shits you when someone just puts all... They put all the pressure on these people, these young blokes having a crack. Yeah. It's all them that build the fucking shit up. Um. But then Jack Della Maddalena versus Kevin Holland. Jack did a great job and got the split decision victory. Kevin Holland is a tough fight on the feet. He's so long and lanky and throws those weird combinations. And, you know, I see some people saying about Kevin, but honestly, I reckon Jack just got inside, landed the better punches and shit and looked really good against a really good opponent. So I'm keen as to see where Jack can go. I want to try to watch the replay tonight. Yeah. But that was... That was the second leg of our multi, right? And we're mm. coming into the last one. About to get off the fucking duck that we've been on for so long. Valentina Shevchenko versus Alexis, uh, Alexa Grasso ended in a split decision draw. Now, I think Shevchenko won this fight. You know, some people think Grasso won this fight. But finally, they put the judges' scorecards up to say, like, what happened? How was it scored? One judge scored it 3-2 to Shevchenko. One judge scored it 3-2 to Grasso. And I'm like, fair enough. It was a close fight. And then the judge that scored it a draw had the exact same look and scorecard as the one that went with Shevchenko, except he uh, ruled it a 10-8 round to Grasso. 
in, mm. the, in the fifth. And a 10-8 round needs to be an absolute mauling for the whole fucking thing. For two or three minutes, Shevchenko was winning on the feet. She got taken down, put through a bit of hard shit towards the end. Grasso won the round, fair enough, but it's a 10-9. If he scored at a 10-9, Shevchenko wins. We've been grubbed. What do the commentators reckon? Yeah, they, they full-on broke it down as well after saying it wasn't 10-8. And if it was 10-9 like the other judges, Shevchenko wins that fight. We win our multi and she regains the belt. And Shevchenko literally said after the fight, yeah, look, it's Mexican Independence Day. They obviously didn't want that to upset the whole narrative and that. Now we're going off, but I'm like, I agree with her. Yeah. You know, it was just shit. That shit should not happen. Like I said, if that was if if that judge who scored the draw scored it the same as the one with Grasso, that's fair enough. That's the way they saw it. But that's just wrong. The ten eight call at the end. It's purely wrong. So that was that was Has very it ever been questioned? frustrating. Has it ever been questioned? Well, yes, because um, did they actually break that? Down? Well, in an earlier fight on that same card, old mate was put in a fucking choke right, and he was standing up. Now, old mate's arm dropped a bit because he was relaxing his arm. He was tied into a choke, but the ref called it off, and old mate just sprung up saying, I'm fine. Like, I'm fucking, I'm fine. Like, his body didn't go limp. He just dropped his arm down. It did look like he was starting to succumb to it, but it got called a no contest because they're like, he was not choked out. So that was a ref fuck up, and it got put down that way. So, but yeah, man, it's just with the judges like that, that sort of decision should not fucking happen. You see how many were there in Sydney in that middle part? Mm. No, I don't I, know if they're all judges. No, we'll see. I think there's different commentators, right? Because that card, you flicked over to the um, Mexican commentators for a bit. Uh, Brendan Moreno actually joined them. So I think yeah. a lot of that is to commentate for the people watching in different countries. Uh, I think that's a lot of it. I think there's yeah, only they were over judges. the other side, but then there was all those people in line and desks yeah. with the pen and paper. I'm going, I didn't know there was that many judges. Yeah, I don't, no, there's only three. Yeah, there's yeah. only three judges. But that... It just really shits me, not just because of the multi, but for Valentina Shevchenko, I think she did enough to win that fight. And if that judge didn't score it so poorly in the last round, she wins it again. Now the other chick regains a belt, and I don't know if they get a trilogy or not, but it just shouldn't come down to that poor decision that that fucking makes the decision of a fight, especially that, a rematch to get your title back, and that happens. Ah, that's right. But anyway, it was a fucking great... um, Great fight card for free. I was pumped, you know. Fucking And I reckon, hear me out here, for Jack Della Maddalena, I think he was 13 coming into that fight. I reckon the perfect fight to have would be Maddalena versus Ian Gary. Yeah, I agree. That'd be good. Two young fellas coming up, fucking firing, both entertaining fighters, and, yeah, put them together. Let's see how they go. I was looking at old stuff last night. I'd love to see Volk. I don't know if the um, weights line up, but Matthew Hughes from back in the day. Yeah. Can you look that up, Quinn? I reckon it'd be the exact same weight. If, um, what did Volk fight? Um, yeah. 77 kilo. What do you reckon? Like the same sort of... Um same sort of build and stuff like that. Yeah, I reckon it'd just be an absolute slugfest. 145. What's that in kilos? Oh. Yeah, so he's about 10 kilos. kilos oh, he's 10 kilos heavier. Uh, oh, yeah. What's the what's the weight he just tried to fight at um, for the title? Um, right against Islam. Yeah. yeah. Welter weight, isn't it? Welter. Does that get him to 70? 
No, yeah, it'd be closer, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. Bang on the so money he there, could, Yeah, I reckon they could have come down. Yeah, yeah, probably. But fuck, yeah, I reckon that'd be an all-time fight for me, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting when you do that, eh? You look at greats and that from different eras, even in boxing, like the heavyweight boxing and that. You yeah. go, what would Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson That's do? That's right. Yeah. You know, you just never know. And if you I had a time machine. And I think the sport, sport, any sport changes and evolves over time as well, like as in the way it's played and people figure out different things and stuff like that. Like you look at the first UFC days, cunts were fighting in one boxing glove, one knot, shoes, you know? I think that was before the Fratita brothers and um, Dane actually bought it. Yeah, that was the, that was just the start where it was like anything goes. <laughs> I went, yeah, went back through the history of it yesterday. Like, um, like obviously no TV channel wanted them and they finally, they paid to put it on um, Spike, Spike TV or whatever it was at the time. They had to pay them $10 million and they were already $30 million in the hole. Wow. Look at it now. I'm thinking that, that, imagine that business. Hey, Tom, we're 30 million in the hole. Mm. And then he goes, oh, let's see if we can sell it. Hey, and they try to sell it and they could only get six or seven million for it. And he woke up the next day and goes, nah, let's just keep going. <laughs> Fuck. It's fucking wild, isn't it? I honestly, the thing I love about that sport is it's just all year round. Like we're coming into footy final season, right? We're, and, um, you know, it's a big time where it finishes and there's like this void that's always left for me. But as I'm getting more and more into the UFC and that, it's just constantly cards coming up, main events coming up, fight nights coming up. And even like the Aussie boxing scene. I watched the No Limit card the other day, man. That was fucking great yep. on, a, on a Wednesday night for free. And I'm like, I'm loving getting into this side of thing because there's constantly stuff happening in the sport. There's not an off-season or an on-season. People just get their breaks and the, the other people in the roster fight, you know? Where I um, got a... Absolute mutual respect for the UFC and Dana is in that rough time through the Weezer and he's still putting on fights and good fights, McGregor and shit, on Fight Island. Yeah. And nothing else was going on. No one else could do anything. But mm. he was still making shit happen. Yeah. And keeping us entertained through those shit periods when it was just up and down how the world was. Yeah, you got to respect it, eh? 100%. So, no, I'm... Um, I'm just keen. Like, those free fight nights, I'm really trying to make an effort to watch them to see these up fighters. Yeah, fighters coming up. Because how many times have you put a multi on? Never seen someone before, ever. But if you actually watch their last fight, you might go, fuck me, they have a good um, chance here because of their style or something. You just put the favourite on or whatever, and all of a sudden they get smoked. And you go, I didn't see that coming. That's another thing with this uh, eternal MMA in Australia as well is seeing these up-and-coming blokes because that's their way into the UFC. Yeah. So starting to follow that a bit more as well. Yeah, that's right. Which, um, yeah, I've got to chat to you about that too, Mike. <laughs> I could Fill up. you in. No, well, that's um, that's the old news and sport, I think, boys. It's fucking good. Um, now, I haven't got any clips or anything today, but I've talked about it briefly, but that Sunday Arvo, having a beer with the smoker cranking out the back, the kids running around painting the cubby house, it was one of those times where I really stopped and was present in the moment. You know what I mean? No matter what emails were on my phone, things I had to do, work today like we had, I really just focused on just appreciating, watching my kids have a good time in the yard, me doing something I love doing, and just go, how good's this for a sec? Grateful, yeah. And it's just, I, I, I really think like we take the simple things like that for granted a lot. 
you know, you're too caught up in what you got to do next week. How about you just enjoy this time that you got right now for a couple of hours? And once you can start doing that, I honestly reckon it just gives your brain a reset. Yeah, definitely. You know, so that was my only thing this week when it comes to that. Just being, just practicing a bit of gratitude because it fucking helps me so much. So, oh yeah, my thing out of probably last week is um, remember to focus on yourself sometimes. Stop trying to fucking please or help every other person out. Yeah. Just knock off stuff of your own. Mm. Well, like you had that weekend, I had that bit of time where I finally got to do what I wanted to do at home as well. Mm. That's exactly that thing, eh? Yeah. Just, just going, right, eh? Well, today I'm just doing shit that I want to do. Because you can't just keep having chaos. No. No. For, we're pretty good at having that. Oh, oh, we're straight back into it today. I yeah. guarantee you, look at me phone. People probably watch it on Patreon. I'm just going, I'm just going yeah, don't even want to go into it. Yeah, no, for sure. But anyway, I just wanted to share that. Now, there's a couple there's a couple of things from the Trendsetters group that fucking, I just think, how good is it, this community we got, just bringing the good shit, like some laughs and that, where people can jump on and have a laugh, and they're all at home on the old dog and bone just having a fucking laugh. This, from Murray... That he put in here was pretty good. He goes, did the lawns this weekend and got me thinking, what's the most embarrassing thing you didn't know? Mine was that I didn't know whippersnippers had a bumper feed to get more cord out. I'd stop, loosen the bottom nut, grab both ends of the cord and pull some more out and go again. Yep. And I did this for about six years from the age of 20 to 26. Wow. And I'm going, oh, that is one of those things that you'd notice. And, like, obviously not all whippersnippers have one, but obviously his that he had did. Yeah. And that's why he's saying it. But there was a fucking couple of funny comments. P said, I thought men could only have two children because they only had two testicles. I was five at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Brendan said um, that women at the brothel don't love me. (laughs) And the strip club. (coughs) George, this is great. George said, for a lot of childhood years, I thought when the umpire in tennis said 40 love, 30 love, etc., it was because there was an elderly lady in the crowd that couldn't see the scoreboard and the umpire was just being polite and keeping her updated. Holy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 40 love. I still don't get it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I get how it's scored, but that's fucking... That's funny as. This one, mate, this one dropped me. He said, this is from Jamin, or Jamin, sorry. My dad told me I was ass born Believe this till mum set me straight. <laughs> Imagine believing you were, you were ass born born out of the ass. Oh. And your dad's just run with it until you've mentioned it in conversation with mum and she's had to tell you, nah, mate, you weren't ass born Yeah, you're puss born that's funny as fuck. Wow. You're ass born, mate. That's why you're a little cunt. <laughs> why you're a little shit. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, that was great. I had a good laugh reading through a few of them. Is there any animal that gives it out of the ass? Uh, chook. Negative, I don't. Chook, oh, maybe? Chook, or, yeah. Well, different hole, wouldn't that's, it? That's a hole. That's just one big hole. But nah, nah nothing to give birth out of the ass, surely. Yeah, a very common search, this one. Get into it, Quinner. No mammals do. Yep. Okay. Well, I mean, there's some weird shit out there. I, I, I reckon there's got to be something. Some anim- some fucking frog in um, I don't know, 
Yeah, like, I reckon a frog would give birth out of his mouth or something, wouldn't it? Oh, it'd be some weird shit. What the fuck is that? To, for females to achieve erections. What the fuck? Go up. If, for some species, the girls come with boy bits. It's even possible for females to achieve erections. Get fucked. Move on. Wrong page. Yep. Uh, gastric brooding frogs give birth through their mouth. Oh, I'm on to it, eh? You are. You know. Call me fighting it. Biology yeah. with daddy. Oi, when, Atten- <laughs> when Attenborough retires. You got a bit of frog about you too. Yeah, I do. Yeah, DJ frog. <laughs> the frog. There you go. He's all over it. Maybe um, so no ass. Moving on. Now, this, this was a fucking funny one too and something that relates to a lot of people who have daughters, right? So Adam said, morning, blokes. Got my daughter's first boyfriend coming over to meet, uh, meet me today with his parents. What were your first experiences like? Any funny yarns or advice? I'm not nervous. Just not sure if I play the hardball and snap his fucking hand on the handshake or play it cool. Wish I had a gun collection to show him. Thought I had uh, a year or two left till I had to deal with this shit. Lucky we have a boy on the other um, on the way. Might be a little easier. Stay out of yourself. Now, I got a few funny comments to fucking start off with. And you can imagine the amount of blokes who have experiences with meeting the, you know, father-in-law for the first time or even blokes meeting the son-in-law so mark said don't shake his hand give him a hug and sniff then whisper in his ear you smell different when you're awake (laughs) (laughs) rattle rattle that would rattle you michael mark russell proper true yarn my daughter had a friend of the boy variety sleepover when uh once when she was around 13 or 14 he slept in the spare room and i slept on the floor in the spare room next to the door (laughs) (laughs) oh fucking hell that's paranoid isn't it oh jeff i once used the line whatever you do to her tonight i'll be doing to you in the morning his response was well i hope you have a shave first i had nothing <laughs> you got to appreciate the bit of wit there. Oh yeah, from old mate. But oh, if he was a little cunt, you'd uh, be struggling to deal with that. And Ethan goes, I remember going to shake my first missus dad's hand, and the cunt looked me up and down and left me hanging. Oh, can you imagine that? The head noise. Just, well, he just stares you well, up and down and leaves. One thing, you. as an old boy, you meant to do a bit of fucking homework. Yeah, our daughters are fucked. We know a lot of people. No, but that plus the social media game nowadays, you can proper go and have a look at someone's whole profile, scroll back and everything, and really. Mate, I'll be getting a fucking download of their ancestors. (laughs) (laughs) Where the fucking bloodline come from? (laughs) But like I've always said. Oh, we'll get into it. Yeah. But this was my favourite, though, and this isn't one that's taken the piss. This is exactly how I can imagine the perfect meeting going, and and Ben has absolutely nailed it here. Mine was unconventional way, my father-in-law and how – oh, sorry. Mine in unconventional way of how my father-in-law and me met. He just came off a big swing. I came off a bender. He was sitting on his porch having a bourbon Coke in his undies. I beeline up to him, shook hands, stripped down to my undies and sat there for four hours drinking JD and Cokes. He asked me everything about myself, had a good yarn, spoke about life and that. Only thing he said was she's yours now, no refunds. And 10 odd years later, happily married, but I've tried to refund to no prevail, 
but it was a heaps better introduction than the hard guy act I got a few times before, and our relationship has always been awesome ever since. Fucking oath. Fucking oath. How good's that? And I think you'd appreciate someone who just comes at you like a normal, normal bloke, you know? And that and that's what comes to the next point. How would you approach your situation, bro? You reckon? Because we both got daughters. We've got two yeah, daughters. Yeah, like, like I said, I hope that I'll raise um, and pro- provide for her. So when she does finally bring someone home, it's like she's not bringing a fuck with. Yeah, that's right. You sort of put that on them to be like, I hope I've showed you the right way or been a role model for you yeah, to yeah, know. Yeah, if you think that's the right way. But well, there's it, a lot of manipulative people, obviously. and Mate, I think it's about reading the room a little bit with who you're dealing with as well. Like, I'll be definitely dropping those subtle jokes, you know, to be like, oh, mate. Like, oh, I'll be showing them my firearms license. Or it's like just taking them to help out, um, you know, running the cattle through it at DD's farm and, you know, how easy it is to knock the nuts out of a calf and stuff like that. But in all seriousness, mate, I think your little girl... Like, you're going to get a lot more out of them by not being that tough guy. Oh, you can't be. Because, mate, that is exactly how they will rebel against you. Yep. And and hate you and stuff like that. So, mate, I think it's just fucking being open, sussing them out, just seeing if they're a decent bloke. Yeah. You know? Like, it's funny hearing all those sort of things. But seriously, if you are in that position, don't be the proper serious fucking hard nut cunt because that is one way to make your daughter... Just be off you. Yeah. You know, it's a hard balance though, man, because you also don't want to not let old mate know that you're fucking serious here, bro, and don't, this isn't a game or whatever, you know, but doing it in a way where you're still respecting her, you're still not embarrassing her, you know, but it's a hard one. I, I think I'd struggle if the bloke's the best bloke in the world and he loves her and that's mm. all good and he's going to treat her right, but he's fucking a trolley pusher or something. That's still going to sting me. I'm like, but yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Mate, yeah, that's all you want, but I'm like, oh, am I going to be supporting this cunt as well? Oh, oh yeah. I'd, to be honest, though, I'd rather her with a trolley pusher that's going to fucking treat her yep, right and make her happy yep. than some successful cunt who's a piece of shit. Yeah, that's right. That is dead right, too. All you can do is just hope you get someone that makes them happy and treats them right like we do with our, our missus, you know? Yeah, it's not that hard, surely. But it's a hard one, too, because how often does the first boyfriend end up the... Like the Huey said the other day. Their old boy's advice, don't fall in love with your first rope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, it works we out all, sometimes. All, yeah, it does work out. Big Quino's <laughs> an example. Yeah, fucking oath. But, you know, it's just one of those things that you just take it, don't be the fucking hero, try and get along with them all right. Yeah. And like you said, Cam, that's a huge one. Trying to raise your daughter right so that they take that first one out of the road for you and it's like this bloke isn't just a a full-on dropkick. Yeah, I, I don't want to be cocky, but, like, um, my missus never had a boyfriend. Obviously, she's a she yeah. fucking um, young chick, whatever, done yeah, whatever, yeah. party, not talking for her. But, um, and then it was great meeting me father-in-law because I obviously had that mutual respect with her going... Well, if you're actually bringing someone home finally to mm. meet me, fucking hell, should be right then. Russ, I'll tell and you. And it's a good thing when you're all three years of fitters and the brother-in-law. Yeah, right. heaps in common, mate. That's right. Do you know what I'll be saying to the one that Evie brings home? Good luck, cunt. Yep, and that's what he said too. Yeah, like as in she is, I, I literally call her evil. Mm. She's the most beautiful little girl ever and couldn't love her anymore, but she has got a streak in her, bro, where I'm like, oh, 
Someone has got a fucking bit on with you, doll. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and that's part of the humour too. You sure about this, bruss? <laughs> yeah, no, are you yeah, you know, you know, you fucking signed it up to, brother. But yeah, no, it's 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 going to be hard. To, like, obviously, we got a lot of time before that happens, me and you. But it's something every bloke has to deal with. Deal with. And honestly, I think it would have ruined a father daughter relationship many times growing up with a dad oh, acting like that. We've got seen so many examples of it. Yep, and and that, I think that's our generation to learn from that. A hundred percent it is, man. Seeing it happen and go, well, I don't want that to happen and my daughter to fucking hate me. Is that me? Not want to not wanna introduce their boyfriends to me and feel comfortable. Then they'll just shut off for, from you completely. If you do that, they won't even tell you anything. You know, the worst part is when old mate fucks up or the chick fucks up and he's like, I fucking told you. Yeah. And then that makes it worse because then they don't want to ever introduce the next one or mm. something like that. And then you got that as well. Yeah. When you're think, giving them all the warning signs and then it, it does go through like that. I think it's one of those things where you just have to be very upfront with them to say, look, mate, you're welcome. You obviously, my daughter likes you or whatever and you make her happy or whatever. But you just, I'll be definitely saying that thing where it's like, mate, you know where I stand with what it's like. Just treat her right in that. Like, I honestly do not know what I would do if I ever found out that a partner like punched her or something like that. She came in with a black eye. I'd I don't even want to think about that situation, you know. But like you said, you hope that they pick someone that would never do that. Nah, that's right. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Hey, mate. We could have, have uh, they could be the same sex, into the same sex, so we might have a bit more on them. We, yeah, we'll get the fuckers working anyway. We'll have plenty for them to do. <laughs> yeah, we'll flog it out of them get anyway. packing hats, bros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, but anyway. That, that is loose, hey. Imagine that bloke coming upstairs, another bloke. Black, blacks on blacks. Oh. Take that out to the dog house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, that we won't dive into that, you know. Nah, we'll, we'll leave that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mate, I think that fucking pretty much wrapped up. I fucking really enjoyed having a yarn today. Off, nah, it's off good. The, off the back of last week, mate. Like I said, we were a couple of deflated blokes on the couch after a big mental and physical mission. So I, I got to apologise to everyone I come in contact with last week. I was <laughs> I was a ten out of ten cunt, and yeah, I don't, actually much. I don't I do apologise for the people I was around, but I don't apologise mm. for some of it. Yeah, no, well, mate, everyone goes through that shit. You have ups and downs. It's about everyone else fucking help you through those times. You'll probably do the same for me in a month. That's right. You know? That's why you got a team, bruh. And I'll get back to some people too. I think I've got 40-something missed calls Ooh. and voicemails still to um, get through. Bada bing, bada boom. So, yeah, remember everyone, take a break if you need it. Yeah, spend some time on yourself. Have a, take a deep breath. 100%. Quinn, have you got a couple to fucking wrap up, bro? Yes. <laughs> oh, here we go. What have we got coming here? Two here. Yeah. Let's go. What's fucking going on, you mad rooters? It's fucking full send Franks here, and hey. I'm just uh, calling up. Come home to fucking on a Friday, Arvo, snap kick the top off a fucking couple of cold ones. Denzel Frothingtons, if you will. And um, found out that Action Jackson and I have won the fucking lottery. How fucking good. And um, it's all thanks to the Lord and Saviour, Tom Cam Quinn. And, uh, yeah, how fucking good. And anyways, on other news, um, talking on your podcast about um, living out with housemates. Well, I used to live with Action Jackson and, you know, we are a fucking carry-on, anyone that knows us. 
and um, we had a house party and it was always under our pergola, um, our carport there where we used to live. And um, we had one of our mates climb up there once when we were pissed and went to get on the roof and fell straight through the fucking carport. <laughs> and, um, yeah, carry on to try and explain to the real estate that the fucking storm hit it. But, uh, yeah, it was just our fucking mate Dino's fat ass. But anyways, stay out of yourselves, you mad fucking rooters, and um, absolutely love the potty and... Um, yeah, I've fucking won the lottery getting this carry-on cap. I'm going to wear it till it fucking breaks. And I swear to God, if anyone tries to take it off my head, I will fucking yabby pump the fuck out of them. Yeah. And, yeah. Stay out of yourselves. Good on you, mate. I love the old insurance claim, Yarn. Like, Try that, to come up with something. That bloke, when the um, his roof, everyone got hail damage, right? Mm. The wind was blowing from the south. The idiot put a golf ball in a sock and was banging on the northern side of his roof. Oh. So when they're doing quotes, and they're going, oh, yeah, when did this happen, mate? Oh. <laughs> so he's dented all his roof oh. on the northern side. No. <laughs> and everyone else's houses. <laughs> oh, no, that's dramas, isn't it? <laughs> Fucking hell. Mate, that, that can't beat the system sometimes with that, stupidity. That's prime old full send Franks. Like I said, I still remember yarns from him in the at your yeah, place. Yeah, how good is having him back? Yeah. yeah, like yarns from your place. He's been there from the get go. So for love him, a good OG for him to win one. And Action Jackson's been involved too. So good on you, boys. Hope you're wearing with fucking well deserved win. Yep, good stuff. Thanks for your support, legends. How are you, boys? Tommy the Bomby. Hope you're all well, you fucking sluts. Um, <laughs> now I. Sorry, I was distracted. There's a bloke putting a carrier bag over his hand to pump diesel. Get a grip, you sad cunt. Anyway, right. I was at a wedding a while back, and it still haunts me. Um, now, me and Mrs. the Pommy aren't posh, but we like to keep a couple of posh friends because then you can dabble in the lifestyle, can't you? Without, um, oh shit. You can dabble it. I'm sorry, I'm trying to pull out a fucking petrol station. Um, you can dabble in the lifestyle without having to pay for it, which is always fucking good. And you don't have to worry about what colour the next parrot you're going to buy is going to be. <laughs> anyway, so we're at this wedding. We've done the boring churchy shit, done all the speeches and that shit, all the bollocks, and food comes out. And um, by this point, I'm a bottle of rosé deep because it was free. And I'm all, you know, offer me free piss and I will choke myself with rosé. Because <laughs> um, I'm a classy bitch. Now, stuff comes out, rubbing your hands together because you're ravenous because you've been stuck in a church. And um, my shock and horror, I was presented with a plate, right, which had a bone on it. And the starter was bone marrow. So not only are you given something that formerly had meat on it, but um, you've just got the leftovers. And you've literally got to suck the fucking meal through a bone on no, thank you. Not a bit of me. For starters, I want something hearty. I want something filling. I want beans on toast with cheese on it. If I'm drinking your free wine, I want to be able to handle plenty of it. You know, I need stodge, not bone marrow. So I didn't want to seem ungrateful, so I wrapped this yoke up in a napkin and threw it in the um, Mrs. The Pommy's handbag. Took her home for the dogs, because I didn't want to be ungrateful, but fuck me. Bone marrow, really? Sort your life out. Anyway, stay with yourself, boys. Love you lots. Goodbye. That bloke never fail, never fails. Like as in, no matter what he's talking about, it's just fucking good to. I'd love to get on the piss with him. Oh fuck, I would love to we've, be in the oh, trenches with we've him. We've got to get him over here one day, eh? 
We'll, we'll go there. We'll go there. Yeah, that's that's a fucking great call. Um, look, I used to be like that with the bone marrow thing. I I don't think I'd like one just to come out with a bone, but if it come out with some nice bread, some nice toasted mm. bread, and you could get it out and spread it across the bread yeah, as like a starter. Yeah, remember that bone marrow garlic bread we had at Moomoo's? Yeah, that's mm. what I mean. Like that for me would be sweet, but I totally get where he's coming from. If you go, you're hungry, you've been getting in your piss, and a bu- half sword and half bone with some marrow come out, you'd be like, come on, bro. Yeah. I'm a whore for it, so. Yeah. But, um, yeah, definitely a bit of bread would be ideal for an entree. Mm. But you do enjoy that side and dabble in that yeah, that more finer side of eating, though, eh? Like, that's one of yeah, the things Yeah, I haven't doing. dived in any caviar or anything of that bullshit. Right. I've tried it, but um, mm. I'm not ordering it. Yeah. I, do you just like it? I've never tried it. I never will. Fish eggs? Nah, fuck, mate. I, don't, I barely, I only like fresh fucking cooked food. Like fish, let alone the eggs. Yeah. There's a couple of things in my life where I'll happily die not trying, and that's one of them. There's a few of those delicacies that just a, a piss take. Like, I don't mind that tartar or whatever, but Steak don't tartar. fucking try to make that posh. That's just cat food. Oh, man. Like, I, yeah. I like eating it, but don't don't even try to tell me it's posh. I just, um, like, for example, we're talking about delicacies. Mm. We watched that Million Dollar Island show a while ago, me and the missus, when we had a bit of time, you know? When you sit on the couch, just brainless shit that you just watch, keep you entertained, spend a bit of time with the missus, rah, rah, rah. They had this challenge where they were eating a local delicacy and it's the fucking egg that has a fully grown, like, chicken in it that just gets killed and cooked. And then you peel the egg and you chew the... Unborn fucking chicken. Mm. Are you fucking kidding me? How can you say that's a delicacy? That is rank. Can we come up with an alpha bloke's delicacy? Something something normal? One will be um, available pretty soon. Yeah. Of Mm. the steak. Oh, Oh, We have some news coming soon. <coughs> We're diving into the food game, and we have got an absolute beauty to that share. That is true. With that us. could be our delicacy. But I was more thinking, like, I don't know, meat pie before eight. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or something funny, like yeah. something that you should do. We can make viral. Yeah, we'll have a think about it. Eh? We'll have a think about it. The Alpha Blokes delicacy in the test kitchen. <laughs> Oh, righto. Well, like I said, fucking love that episode. Bit of morale boost in there to pick us off as well. What a yarn. Um, yeah, great stuff, legends. Can't wait to hear you all fucking pepper us on the talkback episode this week. Remember, hats, Thursday, 6 p.m. Don't fuck around. They're going to get smoked. <laughs> See you later. Stay out of each other. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code alphablokes at manscaped.com. 
That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code alphablokes at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.